Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello and welcome back to We Play RPGs, where uh, stuff happens. Eli, if you want to start. Uh, I'm Eli and I'm playing Doc. I'm Ashley and I'm playing Rawl. And I'm Jason, and in case you haven't noticed, I'm still very new at hosting things. <laughs> um, where we last left off this particular adventure of Rawl and friends, um, namely Doc and David, um, our heroes went... Well, not really heroes. Are scoundrels? <laughs> Adventurers? Yes. yes. I don't know. Scoundrels. Yeah, scoundrels is good. Yes. They basically went and got their payments from their last escapade, uh, found out that the nefarious Lord Chadwick uh, is probably going to go to jail for a very long time. They don't know. He was hauled away by some people. And uh, they also met the crazy mad scientist, after a period of drunken rampage, who uh, cleaned them up quite nicely, and basically they decided to be her bodyguard while she hunts her great red uh, crab. Since she has the washing machines. Since she has apparently invented a washing machine, a submarine, uh, air freshener, an automatic doorbell, uh, and a few other things. And uh, this particular episode is sponsored by um, the Void Monsters Flurking in the Deep. We'll find more about that later. Maybe. I love it. It depends what path people walk. So when we last left off, the the actual, the um, underground entrance to the sewer, well, the above ground entrance to the underground sewers uh, was just opened up and you were currently assaulted by the smell of really crappy... Uh, air freshener desperately trying to overpower the stench of the sewers as this massive hole has opened up in the floor with a slow spiraling staircase. Dr. Mayhew is like, come on, let's go. Adventure awaits. Okay. Come on, David. And David just kind of like crinkles his nose and looks at you like, please, please don't make me do this. Come on, buddy. We got to go eat some crabs. Nah, he perks up with that. And uh, Rawl just kind of looks around and is like, yes, I can finally get dirty again. Also, profit. I'm going to get that washing machine patent, dang it. And you all begin to descend down into the sewers. And as you begin to descend, uh, the doc is like, so what do you think about my house? I mean, I, I don't get a lot of visitors. Uh, you know, I try to make it look nice. And I uh, try to keep my lab kind of tidy. Although, uh, uh, how are those burn scars feeling, Doc? Pretty good. Oh, good. That means the elixir works. Good. And she, she pulls like out. They're healing. Yeah. There we go. Oh, by the uh, way, Doc is still wearing that lab coat. Okay. Okay, so he's wearing the lab coat and pants, though, that I bought him. And a shirt. Oh, all right. Oh, that's good. That's a good addition. And uh, as you descend, you follow along the sewers for a while, probably a good ten minutes. And uh, eventually you arrive at what appears to be just an ordinary portion of the sewers. Except, uh, if y'all can make notice rolls for me, you'll see the thing. There appears to be some sort 
of bronzy automaton that's clearly heavily corroded um, in the shape of a uh, a spider that is currently just standing there out in the open. And mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Mayhew goes and sees it. Ah, Slinky, how you doing, buddy? It, there's no response. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, man, you're Gen 1, aren't you? You don't you don't even have any kind of. Oh, boy, this is awkward. I'm glad that nobody. Uh, nobody noticed this was down here. That would be bad. And with a notice roll of an eight and a nine, you both notice what appears to be this bronzish looking tube sticking out of the sewer water that then makes 90 degree angle. And you can see a bit of glass there covered in just filth and muck. You can also see another tube that goes up that appears to be uh, open to the sewer air. Like, well, there she is. And she, she points to the just the water and the two tubes sticking out. I don't think <sighs> we can all fit in that tube. And she's like, well, it's, it's, never mind. And she, she goes and, and, uh, goes and messes with the wall. And it, this thing begins to rise out of the muck. And you see what's probably about a 50 foot long, <laughs> it's a 50 foot long submarine. It's like a 50 foot long hot dog. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Made of bronze with, plates expertly welded together and uh, as it rises this hatch pops open and uh, what appears to be some sort of mechanicoid butler peers out and is like uh, hello there Miss Mayhew uh, I've been watching this for your arrival I, I promise it's it's all it's all good and, and, and well um, who are these fine gentlemen oh this is uh, Doc and Raul uh, my new uh, friends uh, they're gonna help me uh, harvest the blood and He's the 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 robot is like oh so we're doing that now Miss Mayhew quite excellent quite excellent um well hello my name is is a uh, Winston I will be your uh, servant for the duration of this journey unfortunately I am not programmed for combat I am simply a, a co-pilot for Miss Mayhew here this is David uh, nice to meet you David Ross just kind of like it's I feel like it's just feeding his paranoia all of this he's just like all right. There's weird no. doctor ladies with automatons in the sewers with weird ships. See, I feel like it's <laughs> feeding the lizard people paranoia since they're down in the sewers. He's just like, oh god. Does he, does, he mention, does, he, does he mention any of that? I Yes, he's just like, do these lizard people use these, these things? It's how they get around under the water. Oh no, uh, Mr. Raoul, uh, Winston begins. Um, we are the sole proprietor of this particular, um, invention, ma'am, and, uh, you see, Slinky helps guard it, although he, hold on, he appears to be deactivated. Uh, oh well, no one's, no one's t- made off with the sub, that's what matters. Um, well, if you're ready, um, unfortunately we don't have a, a gangplank, so please be careful, try not to slip. Make a, either an agility or an athletics roll. Oh my God. Depending on what you feel is appropriate to not slip into the sewer water. Oh no, I got a four. A four is a success. Yep. Okay. Usually a four is a success. I also got a four. I mean, technically it should be slippery, but I'm not mean, so <laughs> you, you you manage to get into the submarine without getting uh, a face full of sewer water, and for that matter, a lung full full of sewer water. <sighs> And and Mayhew just like 
jumps on the back of of Slinky, the the spider robot, and it just like springs down and then springs upward and launches her down into it. Oh. Uh, Ma- <laughs> w- w- when was that a feature? Was like, Why do you think I named him Slinky? He's a he's a don't you, the the thing the spring ah, whatever. She just dismisses it. And because there's not really a whole lot you guys can do in the submarine, we're going to do a a submarine montage. It's really not that long until you launch out into the sea, where you are very quickly begin to see all kinds of various marine life uh, that is near the bay. You see fish of every shape and color, definitely some eels, uh, definitely some otters playing. And you, you also see uh, other various marine life. I love otters it's so a much. little, it's a fantastic little mermaid adventure package. <laughs> that otter looks like my friend Margot. But uh, the sub still smells like sewer. Ew. Vaguely oh mixed in with again crappy air freshener. Oh, new, new sub smell. It's like new car, but like a bit. But it's like new car scent, but mixed with ocean breeze, <laughs> which is not bad. But that mixed with the sewer smell it's trying to cover up it is bad. And uh, it doesn't take long before Doc Mayhew pilots your sub to what appears to be a cavern perched on a low-lying sea shelf. Um, you're not too terribly deep, but... um. They're definitely not close to the surface. There, there is definitely still plenty of light here, but you're basically in where reefs would form if this was tropical waters, which it's, I don't believe it is. I believe it's closer to the Atlantic if the, yeah, probably. my assumption is correct. And, um, she just pulls the submarine into this and, and the, ca- the whole cave entrance. It's not, it's not natural looking. There appears to be this sort of carving in it of a massive shark on top, like a hammerhead shark. And then on the bottom, there's this curling octopus tentacles that are reaching up to grasp and pull the shark down into the abyss. Very ominous. Very, very creepy. And uh, you guys begin to pull on into this mysterious cave. And as you enter this cave, there's actually a... uh, a difference in the water as you enter uh, it seems to um, thicken and become more dense and cloudy. And Doc has absolutely no idea what is going on. However, uh, Raul knows that basically what's happening is the area in the cave is suddenly much, much saltier than the area outside. So it actually forms a separate layer. And as you continue to go up, it begins to lighten and becomes more and more fresh. And you can actually see the different layers of density as you get uh, higher and higher up. And eventually you hit a point where you break the surface and you are in an air pocket of some sort. And as you do, the top of the sub creaks open and you are immediately assaulted by the smell of stale, salty air. This place is awful. Yes, it is. And as you all look- agrees with that. And and as you look behind you, uh, as you step out of the sub and, and onto what appears to be damp, uh, natural stone flooring, we are now on the map for those of our players. And basically what you see is this curving cavern. 
And as you turn behind you, you again see this sort of relief in the area you've entered, and you see this massive stone carving of this humanoid-type skull with these octopus tentacles just extending from it. That's almost this sort of archway above where you've surfaced. And Dr. Mayu's like, hmm, neat. You know, you really have to admire the craftsmanship here. I wouldn't have thought that anything unnatural or man-made would have been here. I would have thought this would have just been a natural cave system, but it seems that some people have been here before. Who made this? Well, I'm going to have her make a smarts roll. She does not have history. For shits and giggles, I want to have Doc make a common knowledge roll. Mayhew got a nine and Doc got a six. So, Doc, you're not sure exactly who made these, but probably... Aren't this a who again, the fish people? Yeah. Uh, That was a question to Eli. Yeah. Okay. I was 90% sure. I wanted to make sure. Probably made by the Sahuagin. Uh, and, and Dr. Mayhew's like, Ooh, seems almost Sahuagin and, and make. Matches their craftsmanship. Very old gaudy. I concur. And actually, as, as you say that, you begin to hear the, the faint sound of dripping water in the distance. And you hear the wet slap of wet flesh on stone. And you hear... That's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And with that, I would like initiative to do a thing. So I got to remember how to do this. There we go. Give me a moment doing things. Do, 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 do. Changing layers. And you, you continue to hear the sound of just wet slapping feet and strange gurgling growling noises and you begin to see emerging out of the uh the southwest corner uh, which appears to be some sort of dead end but there is standing water that this thing seems to reach out of this um, almost shark looking like person with these bluish scales um has the head of a uh, a tiger shark and he's currently carrying no weapons, actually. Just has these weird webbed, clawed fingers, and you see one begin to slink out of the shadows. And I'm actually going to use the same turn order for them. And because he is a wild card, he will have his own turn order. I love these little fish people. They look so concerned. They're really cute, but they do look concerned. Well. Dave the dire David the direwolf is going first, and uh, he can currently see the the one in the southwest corner. Because remember, Rawl has better light vision than than uh, Doc does, and you see that Mayhew has pulled out some sort of uh, uh, strange that that weird kind of handheld crossbow she had. Interestingly, there's no bolt on it. It's Quick just question: a, a slot. Mm-hmm. Uh. I can't see anyone but Mayhew and the Sahuagin on the turn order. That's because I think one is hidden. Oh, you mean you can't see Rawl or David? Or Doc. That makes absolutely no sense. Hold on. I can see both the the Sahuagins, though. So you can see them, but nobody else? I can see Dr. Mayhew, the two Sahuagins, and that's Uh, it. I don't know why that is. 
I have not messed with the settings, so it should have been the same thing as last time. Eh, you'll just tell us when it's our turn. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'll figure out why it doesn't work. No, that's what I was about to say. I'll do research later. Anyway, David's going first. And he has the Black Joker, so technically he can go whenever he wants. And then David's going to wait. Oh, and you also all get bennies, so let me go and do this. Is David going to do anything, or... David's going to wait. He's going to follow Doc's lead. Okay. Well, it's spades, hearts, diamonds, clubs. So even though this is not sorted correctly... There we go. There we go. So you see out of a corner. You see creeping out of a corner that you cannot yet see. As again begins to slowly reach out of it. And, and again, you see this shark-like form. Uh, but this one has a goblin shark head, which, for those of you who don't know, is very gross looking. <laughs> uh, just look up goblin shark. Or, or don't. It's up to you. That's gross. And he can actually move all the way up. So he's going to move all the way up, and he's going to attempt to attack David. Or, uh, Doc, rather. Oh, um, no. He slumps out of the uh, shadows of this cave, which is currently only lit by Mayhew's little backpack, which is just emanating this orb of light around you guys. Slinks out of the shadows with his wet slap of feet. And points right at Doc. And uh, currently, Doc and Rawl are right next to each other, along with Mayhew. You're all kind of just got off the boat, as it were, standing along the shore. And it is going to attempt to claw Doc. No. Holy shit, he hits. It is a good thing that that he is not a wild card. (laughs) It is a very good thing he is not a wild card. He got a three. His other role, if he was a a wild card, was a 23. Yeah, a three does not hit. Yeah, he he swings wildly at you, and it, it just does nothing he's still he's like his eyes are blinking adjusting to the bright light uh you get the sense that they don't get a whole lot of light down here and uh, with that it is going to be david other one it's gonna be david's turn oh okay david's interrupting what does david do david's gonna attack that fish man david got a david is is an extra oh no david got got a one yeah he slips and he does that he dog thing in. when they're on the ice, and he just falls flat. He slips on the damp stone floor, dripping water occasionally. So it is now the Sehuigin Lida, who steps into the bright light and is like, ah! And this guy actually has a hammerhead head, and he's like blinking, trying to shield his eyes from the light. But Now, is it a claw hammerhead or like a ball-peen hammerhead? Mm, battle hammer yeah that was a hammer joke <laughs> and with that because he cannot I'm fairly certain he can't do anything nope all he can do is move he is complete it is now Doc's turn Doc is going to punch this fish man okay get him Doc Punch him. That's a seven to hit. Yeah. Uh, which, under the regular Gilman, hits. Roll that damage. Ooh, Unfortunately, that... Doc only does two damage. 
So Doc does hit. You do connect, but he punches him right in the center of the scaly chest. And all you end up doing is, scrape, is scraping up your knuckles on his abrasive scales. That's all you do. You get the sense that uh, his scales provide some form of natural armor. But uh, that's it. It is Mayhew's turn, who I need to make sure has all of her stuff. She does have all of her stuff. So she is going to level this weird crossbow she has. Um, She just pulls back the string and locks it into place. And as she does this, there's this sort of crystal that begins focusing this energy. And if any of you have ever seen a a warlock cast magic, it's very reminiscent to an Eldritch Blast in uh, appearance. And she is going to attempt to shoot the regular Sahuagin that is attacking Doc and David. And she is not going to spend any extra points on this. And a six does hit, like normal, with Candace's crossbow of concussive force. Just like everything in the 1800s, it has a name that's about five words too long. Exactly. (laughs) I thought of that when I did this. I was just going to name it Concussive Crossbow, but... And that's why I I love you. For five damage, which... Oof, does nothing. That's bad. She might spend more power points next time. Rawl. So Rawl is next in the combat. What would Rawl like to do? He's going to try and shank this uh, one in front of Doc with his knife. Oh no, he got a three. A three does miss. Now, here's the question, Eli. Do you want to change initiative orders, or do you want to just keep with what we've got? Well, it holds true to the Savage World's rules if we redraw every round. Understood. Well, David's still next. (laughs) David got an ace of hearts. Awesome sauce. David going to try and bite some fish, man. For those of you unfamiliar with Savage Worlds, its uh, initiative order is done with playing cards, with uh, the reverse alphabetical order being the uh, determination for ties. So it's spades, hearts, diamonds, and clubs. Uh, And they also do reset the turn order every round. David with a five, unfortunately misses. Boo. You need to get a six, buddy. They have an average fighting skill. Or I think technically just above average, but... It is Doc's turn. Doc gonna try and punch a fish man. Mm-hmm. That also misses. That's a Doc. four. Well, I was about to say, Doc wants to spend a Benny. Doc can spend a Benny. I don't do confirmed or denied, because I sometimes... That's it. Well, that's a miss. I, I'm not I'm not rolling again. You yeah, have mm, words. Okay, this is getting to a point where it's starting to be a little annoying. What, what key are you using for push to talk? I'm using one. Which I'm doing as well, but it, it means I type a bunch of ones. If oh, you well, we'll uh, click the chat, you're no longer in the chat window, so it'll stop. Well, doing no, that. I mean whenever I go to do other things. Yeah. When I go to do GM things, <laughs> it's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> Nothing's wrong here. Uh, it is now the Hooligan that's attacking Doc, so he will he will attempt to claw Doc. No. With his weird fish hands. Gross. Does a five hit Doc? A five does not hit Doc. Cool. He just, again, he just, he goes to scratch Doc and Doc just, like, bats his hand away. Just, like, absentmindedly. Stop it. With that, it is Rawl's turn. Rawl's still going to Oh, no, I forgot. I made them attack at the same time. 
Forgot about that extra fishman's. Yeah, I did. Uh, extra fishman's is going to attack David. There are three. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. There was the one that you saw immediately, and then there was the two hiding in the shadows where you couldn't see them. Oh, because all they're of them look o- so almost concerned. like they're ambush predators. They do all look so concerned, probably because they can't fight. None if, of us have been able to, really, though. If you want to get this Mac pack, go to Generic Aberration Tokens 1, and you'll see what they're talking about. That's what it is. They got... They, I know. They, they, they completely miss it, David, as well. It is, it is Rawl's turn legitimately now. Alright, so he's going to try and get the one that's directly in front of Doc. Still with his knife, I don't think he can really do anything else. So we're going to do that. Uh, no. You, you, you go to stab it, but it just like instinctively just like leans away from you. And that's it, annoying. It is their boss's turn. He was going to become a real problem for Mayhew and is going to attempt to attack her with his own claw. Hammerhead bro going to do hammer. Bro, though, only got a two, so hammerhead bro misses completely. Well, that's what happens when you have one eye on either end of a four-foot-wide head. And since Mayhew is technically going to be at disadvantage for her ranged attack, she is going to try and shank him. Well, in Savage Worlds, she's not at disadvantage. She just has to hit his parry instead of get a four. Oh, okay, then. Well, in that case, then she's going to try and shoot him again with the crossbow of concussive force. Only this time, she's going to spend three power points. The gasp. Although I think she does technically count as an unarmed combatant. I don't think ranged weapons count for that. I mean, he got a two. He still misses. Uh, But she got a nine for, for nine damage. So she... Pulls back again and fires, and this bolt of energy fires out of this weird crossbow, hits the gilman in the center of the chest, and there's this sort of sound, and he staggers back a couple of steps, clutching his chest, and there's a, a small dent in the scales where this bolt hit, and there's there's nothing there, it's just this area where this force just hit and cracked in an area. That sounds painful. Amazing. It's basically Eldritch Blast in crossbow form. That's what it is. I love That's it. so cool. Um, <laughs> so that is a nine, which will do... A nine will shake him. Because he is the toughest of the boys. The toughest Gilman. And, uh... Well, I just called him Gilman. They're technically Sahuagin, but... Eh. Whatever. Who cares? They're fish people. That's what they are. They're fish people. I see a lovely bunch of fish people. Is she? One might say it's suspicious. And the the leader's going again. Uh, He got a jack of hearts, so he is going to attempt to... He's going to try and claw her. He gets a 17, which does definitely hit with a raise. Oh, God, that's bad. Um, He just did 15 points of damage. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. This is bad. I might have underestimated a few things. Oh, well, par for the course. It's fine. She still has Spider-Bot. If I have to give give her Spider-Bot, I'll give her Spider-Bot. Worst case scenario, we just run away and leave her to die. And because the butler can pilot the sub, you're not screwed. I didn't think Doc would run. I mean, he'll follow Rawl's lead. Uh, So her toughness... (laughs) 
is a six. <laughs> uh, so what? Fifteen? Yeah, no. Uh, two wounds. Yes, I was gonna say for our viewers, uh, damage is calculated by uh, taking your damage uh, minus toughness and then dividing that by four. That would be two wounds. She is going to spend a Benny. Going to use some of that halfling luck of hers. There we go. If the button will change over. There we go. All right. Uh, soak, lady, soak. Soak it up like a sham. Wow. Hell yeah, that's an 11. So what happens is it goes to swing at her, and it hits, but it just it starts to tear this long, jagged hole in her lab coat. But because it's so thick, it just scratches off this like vinyl veneer layer. Exposing the actual cloth underneath. So her, her jacket is no longer anti-corrosive, but it is still a tough jacket. She got an industrial lab coat. She makes her own lab coats with love and magic. It is now her turn, and she is mad, and she is going to get vengeance. Sweet, sweet fish vengeance. And a callback to a game that you will never know or see. She takes one look at the Gilman and goes, That was... I made that by hand. You meanie. And she shoots him. Completely different rea- Same reaction, completely different tone. What is that oh. fish man? Some kind of douche? Uh, inside joke is the greatest. <laughs> uh, but she is going to shoot him. She's going to overcharge it again because she is really pissed. And then she's going to stop using magic because she's running out of power points way too quickly. <laughs> For a whopping 19 points of damage... She's gonna destroy this. Well, no thing. wait, that no wait, that's a seventeen. So it's hit with a raise. So it's gonna be four d six. My bad. Uh, that's still eleven damage off the bat. So I have to roll the extra d six. So that is uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen points of damage. So Oof. it has a toughness of eight because of armor. So that would be one wound, but it's already shaken, so it takes two wounds. It has not had a chance to unshake. Or rather, it failed its roll to unshake. So it's going to instead be at two wounds for the rest of this encounter. And it is David's turn. Well, David. Bite him. Bite him real good. Yeah, David's going to bite this new fish man. Yes. Uh, But David rolled a one. He's having a lot of trouble. He's like any dog that has never been on hardwood floors before. Again, I, I, I need to reiterate, it is real damp and real slick. He needs those little booties that you put on the dogs to keep them from scratching up the floor. That's an excellent idea, weird voice in my head. And, and Doc just begin, Mayhew begins scribbling notes just in the air. You fool, this isn't the time. Uh, Rawl's turn. Rawl finds this interesting, but he is going to then stab the one that's in front of Doc still, because that's the closest one to him. Let's see the damage. Let's see the... That misses, unfortunately. You gotta get a six. No. That was a five. We are having a really rough time with this. (laughs) They're just extras. There's only one (laughs) wild card. (laughs) It's three wild cards versus two ex... Well, it's three wild cards and an extra versus two extras and a wild card. It's like I said, this is the opposite of the streaming game. (laughs) This shouldn't be this difficult. (laughs) You have them outnumbered and outclassed. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it's it's their turn again. Wait, Doc didn't go. Oh, wait, they haven't gone yet. Never mind. Doc got got a two. Doc got the best two, but Doc got a two. Yeah. 
I'm getting thrown off because I still can't see our tokens on the turn order. I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to stop to fix it. I now. have I'll no idea what's happening there. You're fine. I have yeah, no idea either. Same. It worked totally fine last session, and I did not change a thing. So I don't know. They miss. They also Try have to get a six. They're trying to hit David and Doc, and they just aren't doing it. The one got a two, and the other one got a three. They got a two and a one, so no. It this is entire turn. fight is literally just Mayhew and the guild leader. I literally kind of imagine everyone else kind of like, you know how people like, they'll put their hands out and like, slap them at each other. That's what I imagine this fight is. I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I got a five. How? <laughs> I might, I might, I might adjust stats mid fight or mid dungeon because that, this is, this is. Mm. The cards are not in our favor. Maybe we'll get another Joker and finally get that plus two. Well, it's the Gilman's turn again. They got an ace. Then it will be Doc. And uh, the first one manages to hit David with a seven. Uh, and the second one misses Doc with a four. Yay, boo. So a, a four damage to David? Not enough. Cool. It just like scratches at the hide and she's like, ooh, ooh, yes, yes, there. There, more, more, lower, lower. Fishman's just like, bit. man, there this is a really soft dog. And <laughs> <laughs> it's now Doc's turn. I mean, obviously Doc is going to try to punch him. Oh, for the love of God, Doc got a critical <laughs> failure, a critical so he failure. just falls on his ass. He also needs those little booties that you use to keep dogs from scratching up the floor. <laughs> Sounds um, like it. Mayhew's burning through too many uh, PowerPoints too quickly, so she's going to switch to Stab. Gotta save something for, you know, the rest of this dungeon. This is just the first area. <laughs> this is just, you know, the initial fight to set the tone. <laughs> this, is, this is not going as planned. I'm going to be honest with y'all. This was supposed to be way easier. We're going to go up against for... the other thing. Look, she has four bennies because she's a halfling. Uh, so, you know what? I'm going to spend one. Cool. She still misses. Uh, she goes. She goes to stab him, and he just again. He just ducks out of the way. It's, it's not that hard for him to do. Well, she tries to stab the Gilman leader, the Hammerhead guy, and it just. We're adventurers! Yay! We are cave monsters, and we haven't done anything yet. We're professionals. Yeah, David. David's gonna go ahead and try to bite this guy. Jesus! Jesus Christ! He got a three. He has a D8 fighting. Like, it's like, like. It's. Uh, oh. At this point, it is amazing that we have spent so much of this combat doing nothing. It's like. Yeah. I, 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 I'm half tempted to bring Spiderbot out. <laughs> Don't you dare. We're all just going to keep ineffectually slapping at each other. Roll. <laughs> it's like, I'm not making this, like, super hard to hit either. You guys have D8s. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty tough guys, but not any tougher than we are. And they only have one hit point. You guys have four. Well, that's also a miss. It just Spend I just a Benny this. roll! Spend a Benny! I can do that. Hang on. Three and, oh. and a Oh my two. god, why? I'm at, I imagine at this point your weapons are just scraping against their <laughs> scales, and it's like not doing anything. And they're trying to stab, like to, to claw you, but it's just like catching against your clothes, we like don't, zombies. We just almost. really don't want to touch them, because they're all slimy. 
They are. They are very slimy. Um, it's very tentatively like using our weapons instead they're of covered in force. mucus. Well, Doc doesn't have any weapons. He just punches stuff. Oh yeah, that's I true. swear, there's a whole other dungeon after this. It's a whole <laughs> cave complex I made for you all. I you I mean outside two, of this one I room. Spent, I spent two hours and thirty minutes figuring this stuff out. Aww. And it's just this one room. Oh man. <laughs> So, uh, for those of you who haven't played Separate Trolls with me before, this is what always happens. And That's not true. Why. In your World War well, One game, my uh, Romani sorcerer was that's... constantly murdering people. And that's World War One. That's a little different. You're either dead or kill or or a murder machine. In that, there oh, there wow. is no middle ground. There that that is one of the few games where there are no middle ground. There just there is just either kill or be killed. Well, he got a four to hit Mayhew, and Mayhew does have a knife out now, so that misses. As the Gilman tries to once again just like claw her, and it just, it, you know, she took martial arts courses. She knows how to defend herself. Well, I got good news and bad news. The bad news is the enemies are going to go on hold. It's Doc's turn. Wait, that's bad news. I guess I will. Well, they're going to wait. Punch them. They're going to wait and try and interrupt you. <laughs> Oh, okay, I understand now. Well, hopefully they fail, because that's a 13 to hit. Well, I'm going to say the one that you punch definitely gets hit. Uh, that's a 13, that's a hit with the raise. Oh, for the love of God, that's only 4 damage. Well, don't you deal an extra oh. d6? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 8 damage. 8 damage is a shaken result. So they are shaken. But the one you punched is directly across from you is. That's awesome, we, we hit one. I'll just mark him because I'm using the same sheet for them. It is the other guy who is going to inter who's going to now attack Doc since his friend is now basically what happens is Doc goes and like you you sock the goblin shark head guy right at the bottom of this weird shark jaw and it's gross because like you're expecting it to be hard but it's it's actually somewhat soft and cartilaginous and so you're not, your fist sinks not a to mention that the goblin shark mouth comes out and of its no lips a little bit. Like a, a just sinks in and his head moves. Well, and, and, and because the, the goblin shark mouth comes out of it a little bit, it mm -hmm. like in a real goblin shark, I hit it and its teeth just kind of move out and then go back in. Yeah. And it's like... And Something that's still... delightful is uh, this whole time I've been forgetting that it's pushed, that we're using push to talk on Discord uh, for our audio. So there's going to be a lot of points in this where I'm just repeating myself because my mic is recording separately. There were a few moments that I did that as well. Holy crap. Um, Well, that's a 14 to hit Doc. I'm going to give you that one. In fact, just because you're you, I'm going to say that that's a raise. Holy crap. But why? It's a good thing that I have a Benny. Because this is what my dice always do. With rare exceptions, this is what my dice always do. For the so love of God. 14. So that's, um, 16 damage. Why did you antagonize it and dare it to do more? Um, that is so, two wounds. Okay, that makes me feel less bad. I forgot Doc was a tough guy. I feel well, like you need tougher a, than average anyway. I feel like you guys need to level up after this. I would agree. Same. So same. It's now the leader's turn again. So basically what happens is it doesn't try and claw you. It just like lunges forward. This is the uh, the tiger shark guy. 
he just lunges forward and latches onto your neck and starts to shake you around a little bit and then lets go. That's incredibly painful. It 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 ought to be. It did two wounds. <laughs> You're half dead. Or half alive. Depends on your standards. Doc's pretty optimistic. He would think of it as half alive. Uh, oh, yeah, it's shaken. He has to make a, a spirit roll first. He got a zero! He is still shaken. The Gilman is still, leader is still shaking off Doc's uh, concussive shot from earlier. His chest is just hurts a lot, and it feels like several ribs have been broken. And Doc, because, uh, or, or Mayhew, because Doc is clearly very badly hurt, is going to pull out one of those vials that she put on your skin earlier, uncork it, and begin... Oh no, because that spell takes too long. She can't do that. Never mind. I forgot. That spell takes time, doesn't it? Which which spell? Heal? Uh, heal. No, it's instant. Oh, well then she just uncorks the vial and starts like... And just like, splashes it on your neck. And she got an 11. Yes. Doc is feeling much uh, better. Which actually is a 13, because she has a special thing. So, I believe that heals all your wounds. It does. Yeah, because it's, it's, every success is a, is a, a heal. It better, because she is really running low on power points. And she, she uncorks it and goes, Aha! Mayhew's Mending Mixture to the rescue! And uncorks it and splashes it on your neck. Rawl, it's your turn. Alright, Rawl is going to try, actually... So the one that's in front of Doc, he's shaken, right? Yeah, he is currently dazed by the force of Doc's punch. Okay. We're all still going to try and shake him. Hopefully this works. Oh, that misses. Dang it, every time. It's David's turn. David is going to try and bite the one that's shaken. No, actually, he would bite the one right in front of him because that's the one that bit Doc. Mm-hmm. He got a well, nine, a nine hit. A nine does hit. Six damage. Uh, I think the toughness is seven. It is seven, because of the natural armor. <laughs> Boo! So it just, Gosh. like, breaks against the uh, <laughs> the uh, the scales. Fun fact, uh, speaking of World War I, uh, of Weird War I, I pulled these literally from the monster manual for that. Weird nice. War One. I? I love it. It is horrifying. And with that, as you're desperately fighting in the tunnel, spent the whole episode on this one fight for the most part, that is the end of this episode. <laughs> with, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh my Don't gosh. worry. It's almost done. Uh, Eli, what, what pluggables do you have? Well, if you go into the woods at night and whisper Eli Royal three times, you'll be able to find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, Artisan Props, and on Twitter at Royal Props. Well, for me, you just have to do a careless whisper, and you'll find me, Am Cosplay Clean, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I have a YouTube channel where I upload various Let's Plays, at least one RPG role-playing game, which, if you're watching this, you'll probably like, because it's more of this this style shenanigans, only it's just me. That is E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, or Aerosil Prime. Um, there is a Facebook page by the same name. Uh, it's mostly just for updates for things, uh, because I can't post updates on YouTube that aren't in video format. Um, so if you want the latest news, uh, go to there. 
Uh, there is also technically a Twitch channel, which is the same thing, but with an underscore instead of a space, because uh, Twitch doesn't like spaces. I don't do a whole lot on there, but if there is something that I'm going to stream live that will go up on Facebook first as a notification, uh, and then it will go live. Uh, and that has been this uh, crazy one fight episode. <laughs> little bit of exposition um, and I guess I will see you guys we will see you guys collectively in the next uh, episode of this shenanigans thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure this podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network you can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com on all social media at weplayrpgs and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast you can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye.